Hi everyone, welcome to the Dash and Duck podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom, and this is my lovely friend Callum. Hello. So uh, today we're going to be talking about being a young person in the industry, which is not the easiest experience, you know. No, not, no. not particularly. It's it's, it's 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 tricky to get into, but once you're in, it's quite fun. Um, yeah. So we're going to start with, I mean, background-wise, um, you know, your history, how you got into graphic design, uh, how it started. Um, and just generally how you wound up right here. Okay, so it's kind of a stupid story, to be fair. Okay, so I, um, stories are. I uh, did A-levels, and I wanted to be a like computer game designer. Mm-hmm. But then I tried doing that. I tried like, okay. doing all the coding and things, and it was, okay. it was really hard. Okay. Like, it, was, it was awful. Yeah. Um, I struggled like a bunch, and I went to a... Uh, like an, not like an open day, but like loads of universities went to like a big building mm-hmm. and then they just gave you like prospectuses and stuff. And I went there and was like, there's no chance I'm going to like, you know, yeah. be a game designer. So I'll just see what they like do for graphic design. Mm-hmm. And then from that, I kind of was like, oh, well, this, this, this stuff's pretty, pretty cool. I quite like this. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like followed on and failed all of my AS, AS levels, which was splendid. But then did a two years college course at Gloucester College. Okay. And then kind of just like fell in love with yeah. like graphic design. And then from that moved on to Falmouth University. Cool. Did me three years there. And then here I am now. That's why you wind up here. So what kind of, you know, challenges did you face throughout that experience? And, you know, after you graduated, I think that's the big one. Well, yeah, to be fair, like after I graduated was where like the main kind of struggle yeah. kind of appeared. Like I think... At uni, probably the main struggle was like imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's common. Yeah, like when I was at college, I was like pretty, pretty good. I was like pretty high rated. Like yeah. the, the, the uh, lecturers liked me. They, you know, I got pretty, pretty high marks. Yeah. And then I went to university and was like, oh, mm-hmm. crumbs. Like there is a lot of like really, really yeah. good people here. Yeah, and no, then I know the feeling. From that, I was like kind of like knocked back a bit. And then, uh, but like kind of got over that mm-hmm. as it went on. But then when it came to like finishing uni mm-hmm. and like moving on into the big world and yeah. trying to get a job, that's where, yeah. that's where it became very difficult because a lot of the jobs um, would like always be asking for like one year's experience and things. Mm-hmm. So then... That's a common one, yeah. Yeah. So then like you'd apply for all these places being like, oh, I've just come out of uni, I've graduated, yeah. all creative and stuff. And then they're like, oh, do you have one year's experience? No. No. Because you're a graduate. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, like, yeah, pretty rough, Yeah. to be fair. <laughs> I mean, mine was not the opposite, but, you know, a bit less full of purpose, I'd say. So, <laughs> so um... How so? Well, like, so I did philosophy at A-level, and I really loved it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, when I went to uni, that I still love it. And I thought I'd continue that as, like, a career. But by the time I got to the end of my degree i i sort of you know looked at it and said do i actually like the 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 practical side of this you know like academic publishing like trying to get funding all the time yeah it it seemed awful basically (laughs) um but by that point i you know um sorted out everything for a master's so i sort of sat on that and said well i may as well still go do it uh but then use it as an opportunity to figure other things out so was it a master's in philosophy? Or? Yeah, oh, okay. but that had all been set up and I didn't yeah. see the point in pulling out. You know, I'd already secured the funding. I thought, you know, like, it's, it's not going to cost me a dime. Mm, so yeah. I thought I'd go do it anyway. 
Uh, and that ended up being a better experience in every way other than education, <laughs> you, know? Like, yeah. you know, like making friends, learning more about myself and the things I was interested in. Like in Edinburgh, I really found out that I love films, oh, okay. which is something yeah. that I might have known before, but I only really found out when I was there. Yeah. Uh, and of course, I hadn't put myself in a position to really make much of that. But then it just became something I was interested in. And I sort of focused on that. And I, you know, more of my personality sort of focused on that. Yeah. Um, and, but copywriting, which is, you know, for all of you amazing listeners or viewers who don't know, that's what I do here. He's a graphic designer. I'm a copywriter. Um, um, I, it's, that wasn't something I ever thought about doing. I mean, I could write well. Yeah. But once I dropped the idea of academia, I didn't think that there was any, like, real use for that. Yeah. Which was silly because there's plenty of use for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just more that um, once I graduated... Obviously, I, I geared myself towards one thing that I then dropped. Yeah. So I was figuring yeah. out what to do with all the things that I'd built along the way. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I started here as a, as a marketing person, a business development person. Yeah. Um, through the Kickstart scheme, which, I mean, we all came up through. Um, and it's been a way for us to, everyone, to figure out exactly how they're going to fit into the world of work. Yeah. Um, and what I figured out is that just over time, I was doing more and more writing. Mm. And less and less of the business development side, so I ended up just sort of naturally becoming my job. Yeah, um, which is cool. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's funny how stuff ends up that way. So one thing that has sort of naturally flowed from our conversation here is that you know both of us went through uni, uh, but of course yours is a subject that some people can do without going to uni, yeah. and I've ended up in a job that I that my degree just didn't fit into specifically. Um, so would you say, you know, just off the cuff, that uni is worth it for people who want to do what you do? Well, it's tricky because, like, for me, uni was obviously, like, making loads of friends, meeting loads of people, like, having all of these people around the country that I can kind of, like, call on and, like, mm -hmm. you know, meet and see. And also seeing, like, such a wide range of creative people is, like, yeah. really, really cool to see. Um but I don't think you, you need to go to uni to, like, be a graphic designer. Like, no. you can completely just freelance it and just learn yourself because, mm -hmm. you know, the wonderful internet allows for that. Mm -hmm. But then what was beneficial for me um, when I went to uni, which was Falmouth University, is... Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> but instead of, like, just learning how to, like, use Photoshop and Illustrator and all those kind of things... I kind of learned how to like creatively think. Mm -hmm. Like we were taught how to like think outside the box, mm -hmm. plan, do all of these like crazy things. And and you don't think that's something that is as easy to acquire outside of uni? Would you well, like? What's your stance on that? Do you think? I think like education is probably very beneficial mm -hmm. when it comes to it. Like if you're just purely going in it, going at it like alone. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think you kind of will miss out on like things like that. But like, you know, if you're gifted or if you're just, you know, you put the hours in, you can become like that. But I think, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I just think, I don't know, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know something. Well, yeah, like yeah. I, I know things. So. Yeah, and stuff. And stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's... Well, uh, I mean, from, from my perspective, I feel like uh, the one thing I learned, because my original plan was to do something that directly fed from my degree... Yeah. What I figured out by working here and coming through the Kickstart scheme is that there's loads of little things that I learned during my degree that, have, that I didn't think were useful in, in the world of business, but have been incredibly useful. Yeah. So just being able to 
read things quickly, write quickly, just merge those things, just understand and then say things. It's, it's, you know, it's something that was obvious to me as being useful for academia. Mm. But then, you know, I do it at work and it's useful there too. In fact, more useful. I'd say it's, it's more rewarding. Um, I mean, I think going to uni for copywriting might not be essential. I think the difference is that you might not need to do it in any particular subject. Um, especially from the get-go. Mm. You know, sometimes the good thing about going to uni is n not having a well-rounded understanding of what you want to do, going in and then figuring that out. And then even if you come out of it not necessarily having a concrete plan or a fixed progression, you learn things there, sort of soft skills. Yeah, well, it gives you, help. like, those three slash four years gives you that time to, like figure yourself out kind of thing like you're yeah. meeting all of these people from all these different backgrounds and they're all inspired by different things exactly and you know you can just learn off them kind of thing. exactly bouncing off other people yeah it's a good environment yeah like even if you can do a lot of the things that you could do at uni beyond it it's that concentration of like-minded people yeah that probably has the most benefit yeah it's probably why it's worth it mm, um, that's, i'd probably say that's like the nail on the head cool like that is Cool. So, so, so what tips, just, just flowing from that, you know, there's probably a few people watching this who have just graduated, right? And, and they're in the position that we were um, either very recently or just a year ago. Mm. So what tips would you have for them? So, um, like, the main tip is just to be lucky, to be fair. Yeah. Like, when it comes that, to... That's it. Yeah, that is, yeah. That is it. Like, <laughs> when it comes to trying to get a job, yeah. like, you just have to just whack your head against the table over and over and over mm -hmm. and over until it works and yeah. like, until you get what you want. But um, To an extent, you make your own luck in that situation. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, and I basically had like a, like a visiting lecturer yeah. um, and he uh, was like telling a story about how a person sent a cast of their foot. So they've like got like a mod rock cast of their foot and then they sent it to a design studio and on the bottom of the foot, it was like their email, phone number, yeah. and website. And then on the top of the foot, it said, just getting my foot in the door. And <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. But since this person was like so creative and like outside of the box, mm -hmm. like they were like, oh, I love that. Like, let's hire them straight away kind of thing. Okay, Obviously, wicked, yeah. don't, don't go like molding your feet to send to people because yeah. I'm not sure if they'll like it. No. But um, <laughs> I think... Like having, like just sending a studio, like a cool little thing, like, yeah. a, oh, if you make them a mixtape or if you, um, I don't know, just send them your, not, maybe not your portfolio, but like just do cool little things that you've do done. Do something, if you're trying to get a creative job. Do something creative. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my advice, I mean, I mean, we talked about imposter syndrome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I've, I think really faking it till you make it, yeah. it is the most important lesson here. So I think everyone to an extent suffers from it, right? Mm. Everyone never feels like they perfectly fit, at least maybe early in their career to what they're doing. Yeah. But most of the time, pretending until you then learn the skills to do it properly is, is half the battle. Yeah. You know? Like you're not going to be an expert but straight away. You're probably going to be a little bit of an idiot. Right. I certainly am. Yeah. Um, so so it, it comes down to just, you know, I mean, it, it sounds a little bit cringeworthy, but just being a little bit brave enough mm. to be a little bit stupid, at least at the beginning. Yeah. Because, you know, that, then you'll learn quicker putting yourself in the deep end. Well, yeah. Like, 
you know, you don't learn until you fail. Well, the only way you learn is by failing. Yeah, like over yeah. and over. Hundred percent. My only advice to young people who are trying to look for a job is is just keep going. Yeah. Like you know, if you think you've done enough, you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you might get lucky. I mean, we certainly did. Yeah. I think. I think. If you can, like this is probably like terrible advice, but if you get like a probably. Probably, usually is. But um, if you get like a offer for a job from like a just like a standard service industry job where it's like Costa Coffee or mm. Subway or mm. you know or like waitering at a pub, mm-hmm. those can be great and like they can be really really beneficial because obviously you're earning money. Yeah. But if you're trying to get into like a creative job and like a lot of the time you're just spending it working and earning mm-hmm. money, you kind of can get stuck in your ways of like, oh, well, this works for me. Like this I'm earning money. Yeah. Like there's, there's no issue. I think maybe when you leave uni, you should probably try and just go for it. Like just like knuckle down. Yeah, like a six-month burst where you're just like, I'm going to try and, you yeah. know, keep this momentum. Because when you're at uni, you do have like that energy, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah. So if you can just keep that going, then... Like you'll be far better off than if you kind of slow down, get mm-hmm. a standard service into your job. And mm-hmm. you know. I mean, this this you know we have to be sensitive here. This does depend on whether or not you can afford. Oh well, yeah. Like, you, you, I, did, yeah. I was like, I was thinking that. Like, yeah. If it's not, if you still have to work a job, like, you know, yeah. there's no worries. Like, and you still can, um, you know, have creative pursuits and, and move in that direction, even if you're working a full time sub- sorry job in something you don't really want to do well yeah like freelancing and things yeah like... you just might have to work nights so thank you for joining me and callum in yeah, our thanks. conversation about you know things things and stuff things and stuff well, yeah you know young people in industry and what to do what, what, what to do how to survive to stay sane you know, you know? Just... i mean we don't really have advice about sanity no 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 but, but... You know, yeah. There's there's something to take away from this. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. You, you just stay safe. You know. Keep trying. Don't give up. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I guess. Stay cool.